This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, Whare Flat Folk Festival returns December 30th to the 2nd of January. We're so looking forward to another edition of this event, which has pleased and entertained so many over the years, returning to the Waiora Scout Camp near Dunedin, of course. Whare Flat, the place to be for music this summer here in Aotearoa, Dunedin. Joining us on the line now to talk a little bit more about it, Stephen Steadman. Stephen uh, Morena, good to have you with us. Good, it is. Nice to be here. Stephen, um, perhaps we could start by um, talking a little about your, your role here for the festival this year. Tell us about that. Well, I've taken over the role of festival director, um, and that's a supported role by the committee of the Nuneaton Folk Club, ostensibly, with some help from a few other people as well. So it really is um, a group of people who who uh, help to put the festival together. It's a volunteer run festival, so there's lots of volunteers as well in, in various departments that, that help to make it go. So it really is a, a, a coming together of a, of a music community in many ways. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Stephen. So my, role is to, my role is to sort of try and bring all of that together, I suppose. <laughs> and, you know, a, a little bit like wrestling blobs of mercury at times like this, I suppose. But that's all part of the, the joy of this thing. I mean, you've had uh, your hand in, in in all sorts of different ways over the years. Of course, many will know and um, have seen you behind the sound desk and, and helping out in all sorts of other ways. Um, it's something that I guess is a, pretty much in your blood now. Well, uh, yeah, I guess... Um, community music making is in my blood. I mean, I work in the School of Performing Arts at the University of Otago, so um, obviously we're we're busy helping people develop their music making all along the way. And and my experience with music in Dunedin goes all the way back to the early days of those acts that became flying nun bands. And and um, uh, I see I see a lot of it as part, all part of the same thing, all part of. Um, humans making wonderful music, um, and I'm, I've just been really keen to support that a lot over the years. But, but yeah, I, I got involved in the Fatty Foot Folk Festival about um, ten years ago, and started helping out with the sound crew and eventually leading the crew, um, and just you know bringing bringing uh, bringing uh, uh, better production equipment to the festival and and just lifting it up a bit. Um, yeah, so it's been a really, really fun thing to do. And I've just enjoyed being there and the sense of community and the good vibes uh, kind of won me over. You know? Yeah. Um, Stephen, for for those who haven't visited Foro Flat Folk Festival in the past, um, describe the setting for us. Oh, boy. Um, well, it's a beautiful valley. It really is. It's surrounded by forestry, so there's a combination of um, lots of those pine trees that are planted by Dunedin City Forests, but surrounding the immediate site, there's a lot of native bush as well. Um, so it's a beautiful camp that the scouts have got out there. Um, they do a really wonderful job of, of keeping that together and available. Tremendous resource for the community. But um, So if you could imagine that you've got um, these lovely little camp, camping fields that um, the festival participants can camp in, but it's surrounded by native bush, and you've got penguins, uh, penguins, <laughs> pigeons, <laughs> kereroos swooping through, and and pui, and and you name it, it piwakwaka, and uh, more porks calling in the night. It's just, um, it's just truly magic. Yeah, and it always has been very much a family-friendly fe- festival, correct? 
Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We really do encourage that. We're we're all about um, young people having an opportunity to experience um, music making in that way. Yeah, so we have some workshops for for kids as well. We've got some ukulele things happening and some children's choir stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that, the program um, coming together, of course. But it always has been this wonderful mix of performance and shared workshop time and impromptu performance as well. Yeah. Yeah. There is a there is a real jam element to the festival as well. There are sessions in the evening, which could be um, more traditional Irish type music or English type music, uh, you know, traditional folk music. Um, through your American styles of folk as well. So it is fairly all-encompassing. And those sessions sort of happen after the concerts. Um, And people sort of set up and set up their own little jams at campsites and all of that kind of thing. Um, We don't encourage people to have the radio going, put it that way. And I'm sorry to say that, Jeffrey. (laughs) But um, out there, we don't. We, we want people to be making their own music, bringing their own instruments and doing that, yeah. And um, having said that, of course, uh, it's certainly for musicians, but not exclusively for musicians. It's uh, it's something that, that everyone can enjoy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's the dance program as well. So, I mean, if, just anybody who enjoys music and who enjoys um, live music making um, with a bit of a lean into the acoustic type of instrumentation, um, I think, yeah, that's, that's who it's for. It's for music lovers. Yeah, and over the years, some amazing acts have found their way to Photo Flat. Um, let's talk a little about those who have been attracted to the event this year. What can you tell us about the lineup? Well, in creating the lineup, obviously we've had it's been more difficult to have overseas acts coming through to the festival because of the pandemic. So we've focused largely on New Zealand artists. We are very lucky to have a, a very special group coming in from Italy, though. Uh, and they're called Ensemble Sanganeto. Um, and they're sort of, um, uh, it's really hard to describe. They're Celtic harp and voice with um, flutes and bottom and bazooki and guitar. So um, they're, they're going to be a really sort of exotic treat. Um, the rest of it, we've tried to um, cover off lots of different folk styles and lots of people from different parts of the country. So we've sort of worked on a combination of those things to make sure that we've got a really rich festival that um, expresses all all the different varieties of folk that are out there from um, your your Irish and English folk styles to um, songwriter styles and uh, instrumental styles We've got the Eastern there, so they'll bring the barnstorming, sing-along um, kind of thing happening. Uh, Unsung Heroes uh, bring a, a kind of documentary um, storytelling theme to it as well. So, yeah, we've got lots and lots of stuff there for people to enjoy. And, of course, you can start checking out the lineup from the festival website, whareflat.org.nz. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they go to the page and they click lineup, they'll see um, all, of the, all of the main players who are playing in the festival. We've got the program going up very, very shortly. Um, we've just been um, lining all of that up so that people can see um, what days we've got the different things happening. So there's an afternoon concert that features each artist, and then each evening there's a variety of a variety concert that mixes them up in a different way from across the different days. On New Year's Eve, of course, we have the Cayley, which is a real tradition out at Potty Flat. 
um, is to see the new year in with traditional folk dancing, which is a, a absolute big draw. Lots of people love coming to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stephen, um, having seen. Friday Flat Folk Festival come and go over a number of years now. You've faced all sorts of uh, uh, well weather events um, and you know fine and otherwise, but always an amazing spirit has carried everyone through. And, and in terms of what you've learned yourself from you know attending these events, for someone who really wants to be part of it, who wants to go and come out and camp and stay for that uh, for that time, a couple of tips about you know how how you should prepare yourself for that visit. Well, bring gumboots. <laughs> <laughs> we did, a couple of years ago, we did have a very, very rainy festival and we ended up um, stuck there for an extra day because the faults came up. Um, that's unusual. That's happened to the festival only once before, uh, possibly twice. But, um, yeah, that was really well managed by the DCC and the civil defence team. So um, we had a great spirit. Um, people looked out for each other. It is very much a theme of the festival. If you're coming out, yeah, you want to bring gumboots and you want to bring a big raincoat. You want to bring, um, also though, you want to bring your summer gear. You want to wear your T-shirt and shorts and sandals uh, and sunscreen. Um, you might want to bring a mask, and we do ask that people have a rat test before they come out. Um, what else do you need to bring? Bring some food because it's self-catered. We do have a cafe on site. We have a cafe and bar in the marquee. But we do um, we do encourage people to, to bring their favourite things with them so that they they're you know not totally reliant on our, our little cafe. Plenty of people choose, of course, to stay over the course of uh, the whole festival, and that uh, you know is a is one way of experiencing it. But it's not the only way. Uh, day visitors as well. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you can you can buy a day ticket online. Uh, and come out. Um, in fact, we encourage people to do that online rather than just turn up at the gate. Um, we may, if, if we end up with lots of people there, we may just end up with a sold-out sign-out. So just check on the website on the day. We'll be updating that as we go. But you can come out to an afternoon concert or an evening concert, or you can buy a whole-day ticket. Um, and there's tickets there for adults and, and students, um, teens. There's different pricing for different different people. Um, under 12s are free if they come out with, uh, with a, a guardian or caregiver. So, yeah, we've pretty much got that covered. Stephen, you can dip you your toe in and, and have a try and well, see if you like it. Well, speaking of dipping your toe in, of course, there's waterways there too that you can dip your toe in if the weather gets yep. uh, fine or otherwise. Yep, you can paddle in the stream as long as it's not raging. Yeah. Nice wee stream there. There's great big paddocks. There's lots of amazing walks that you can go on and go exploring. It's a real little paradise over there, and it's so close to town. Yeah. Stephen, you mentioned that um, volunteers are a huge and very necessary part of Photo Flat Folk Festival, uh, and it's amazing the contribution that's been made by people such as yourself over the uh, the course of year, the years. Uh, as you stand at the moment, uh, do you still uh, have a need for more volunteer effort? Yeah, I think we've got the baseline covered. You know, we've had a great response. Um, from our people, we do have a, uh, a core group of people who stick their hand up every year. But there are there are spaces here and there, you know, helping in the kitchen or helping on the registration gate, helping on the sound crew if you've got a bit of experience with that. The info hub and setting up and packing down. We put up two great big um, twenty five by ten marquees, so we're always always uh, happy to have people coming along and helping with that kind of thing. Setting up the cafe, setting up the stage, 
that sort of stuff. And not to mention cleaning and bins and waste management. That's a really important part of it. We're trying to reduce um, the amount of rubbish that we create at the festival and just not wanting to fill up the landfill. Um, we're removing bottle um, beer bottle sales from our bar. We're going to go cans only there. So we're just looking at little ways that we can you know, reduce our impact on the environment as well. So, But if people do want to volunteer, um, if they go to our website, there's a message up there. Um, you click volunteers.wsff at gmail.com to volunteer. And for everybody else, do check out the program. Uh, it's an, an amazing lineup. It's an amazing experience every year. And uh, you talk to anyone who's been uh, at Whare Flat Folk Festival historically, they'll have many stories to tell of very good times. And, um, you know, uh, after a, a few difficult years, or uh, it's really nice to be able to put your head in a different space, as you say. Sort of unplug from the world a little bit and get yeah. into um, to this amazing experience of community and music and learning and friendship and connection, which is exactly what Whare Flat Folk Festival's about. Check the website out, whareflat.org.nz, on from the 30th of December through to the 2nd of January uh, at that wonderful venue at the Wayota Scout Camp. Um, Stephen Stebman, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM, and thank you for the huge effort that you're putting in this year and indeed uh, in past years to make sure that uh, this festival goes ahead and that others can enjoy it. All the very best for uh, your experience of it this year. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thanks for, for letting us talk about the festival. It's, uh, it's been nice to catch up. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.